And now with a medley of their hit, here's Gatos and Chad. All right, Jeff. Medley of the hits. Fantastic. All right, we've got story time coming up. Yeah. At the end of the show, uh, because, you know, we want to, after we give you 19 hours, 45 minutes of news. And dribble. And dribble. Uh, we, uh, you know, kind of share something from our personal lives. Fun segment. Join us uh, coming up. All right. We left you last hour, right before the uh, 5 o'clock uh, news expansion, with just a horrendous story yeah. that you have to know about. You, you're you a voter here in Arizona. You I must two know this. voters hit me up and say, that cannot, they, did he know this before he hired him? Yeah. So let's bring you through the story. All right. I think we can all agree. Most of us are parents. We want our children to be educated as best as possible. Yes. Okay. So there, there is uh, uh, an election for Arizona State Superintendent of Public Instruction. Kathy Hoffman is the Democrat and the incumbent. She's running against Tom Horn. Now, here's the story from Tom Horn and AZ family. Our friend Morgan Lowe uh, did, this, uh, did this story. This is truly disturbing. Tom Horn, he's a Republican candidate, and he confirmed that former state representative David Stringer, who was once charged with child sex crimes, is actually doing work for Tom Horn's campaign. And 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 took a plea deal, meaning he accepted some form of guilt. Right. Of which we were supposed to know none of this because it happened in the 80s and he right. got it expunged in 1990. And he was basically, he resigned from the Arizona House yeah. of Representatives. Um, and that was after he was recorded making racist speeches, by the way, including one about public school children. Remember the uh, remember the uh, what was the wise man? What was it? There are not enough white kids in the school. Is that what he said? He said not enough white kids to go around. Right. All right. Let's take a deep breath here for a second. You have a man in Tom Horn who wants to help kids get educated. And he wants to run Arizona schools. And he's hired a pedophile to help him win. Am I overstating that? That's am I pretty much? Am, am I what, wrong? Is that too harsh? That, that's exactly that's what, what it you is. have put there. All right. And Let's, yes, everybody knew about these charges. And again, we weren't supposed to know. He got it expunged. And when they you get were sealed, right, right? They right. they went away essentially. How, Off the record. How in God's name do you hire uh, a pedophile like that? How do you do that? What, what are you What are you thinking? And you, let's just say he comes to him and he explains everything. And you think to yourself and you've talked to several other people and the due diligence says, look, no, it was a bunch of crap. It was a bunch of baloney. It was a setup going back to the 80s, whatever it is. It still doesn't matter because at this point he took a plea deal. Got it expunged. So whether you believe he didn't do these things, the court, or at least at one time, said he took a plea deal that said he did something. And so, no. So in 2019, Stringer resigned from the Arizona House of Representatives. I, I mean, I remember Ducey asking him to step down. Uh, that, that, that's one thing that I, that I do remember. And... You know, when everything piles up on a guy like David Stringer, who we haven't talked about in years, there's a reason that things pile up. He said racist stuff uh, in the 80s. I I think one of the children that he abused was a special needs kid. Not only do I think that, I know that, because I've done the research on this. I've talked about this on the show. 
um, many years ago. That's I don't think is there anything more no. important than that? No. I, I so how if you're all right. So now let's we all know David Stringer is a piece of garbage. Okay, but he is on this campaign. For Tom Horn, and by the way, he did acknowledge his sex offensive plea, uh, offensively. So it's not like he didn't say there's a bunch of uh, none of that stuff happened. It's all a lie. He himself acknowledged. Yep, yep. What do you do with Tom Horn now? Tom Horn is a Republican, and he is running for Arizona State Superintendent of Public Instruction. What if Chad? I'm putting this out there. What if you're a voter out there? You don't like Kathy Hoffman for one reason or another. You don't think she's done a good job. You know, I'm just going to say you're a Republican out there. And Republicans a lot of times vote for Republicans just like Democrats vote for Democrats. Yeah. If you're a Republican out there and you don't necessarily like Kathy Hoffman, you have every right to, to, to think that. I just want to ask, how do you vote for Tom Horn, though? Yeah. How do you do that? How do you vote for a guy who buddies up with a pedophile? How in the world do you vote for that person? And I think a lot of people, if they find out... I think Republicans are going to be like, I'm not voting for that guy. And nor, and no, nor should you. And by the way, even if he, if he drops him tonight. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because he wanted to have him around for whatever reason. He thought this was going to help him. Okay. Does this disqualify Tom Horn? Because we talk about stuff all the time. Oh, does this disqualify? You know, Katie Hobbs doesn't have any great record going on. There was a whole, there was a whole court case, all that yeah. stuff. Uh, Carrie Lake, you know what she stands for. But again, does anything that they, the two of them, just throwing this out there, what they've done disqualify them from running? You might not like them, but I don't know if they've done anything to disqualify them literally from running. But this, this is when you hire, when you buddy up with a pedophile and you're running to do something in the school system, yeah. you're, you disqualify yourself. You have to, like, can the Republicans get someone else? I don't think so. No, I don't think so Because he won his primary. You can't uh, vote for that you guy. You would have to ask him to step down and to replace him with some... I don't know if you even can do that. I know what the Constitution is here. I don't... Wow. Wow. It, it is brutal. And he, or was it earlier this week or last week, he, he had shared something and he thanked uh, David for endorsing his campaign, and then he took it down immediately. Right. Because people had said, hey, you know, this guy's a pedophile, right? As if he didn't know. You you can't have a state superintendent of public instruction running around and buddying up with a pedophile. You cannot have that. Yeah. That cannot happen. Yeah. Because he was, this isn't one of those things where... I was 17, she was 17, I turned 18, mom got mad. This Not is one of those. even close. This is, he was in his mid-20s. Right. And these kids were 10-ish. Yeah. Hmm. Scumbag. Yeah, he's a scum. He's disgusting. That's why he was, he was basically booted out of office. He was forced to leave, but he resigned officially. But. Scumbag. It was, in 1983, he was 36. So he wasn't in his 20s. 36 years old. Uh, paid two young boys to have sex with him. And he pled to a lesser charge. But the court records were Child porn, too. You, all right. So what if, what if you're out there and you say, hey, he's not running. He's not on the ballot. He's behind the scenes. Sorry. Your, your decision was simply... I think this guy's got some good ideas, and 
I'd like to have him as part of my team to help me get elected. All the while, by the way, <laughs> what they call Hoffman a groomer. Not, not, neither of these two did, but somebody. The Arizona were, Republican yeah. Party Twitter. So that's, yeah, they called, yeah, it, it was disgusting. And you actually have somebody who not only is, quote, unquote, wink, wink, you know, saying it, they, were, they actually groomed and did. Wow. I did not think of that. Yeah. So they, think and, of that. You, and I just want, you, this is not about politics. This is not right versus left. This is wrong right versus, versus right wrong. versus wrong. Scumbag. How could you? And how, 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 Tom, first of all, this should disqualify you for not having the common sense enough to know this was going to be a decision that was going to come back and slap you in the face. All right. Coming up next, uh, we're going to stay on this story and we're going to try and get Horn on the program next week. Let's see if, if he comes on. All right. Thinking no. (laughs) Well, you know, I, I, I don't know. Gotta ask. Yeah, absolutely do. Up next, why did a fourth grader, uh, bring a gun to a valley school next? Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Something that we discussed at the end of last night's show, uh, but we've got a lot of new information. I had a fourth grader in Queen Creek bring a gun to school. Very, very scary. If you look over the last couple weeks here uh, in Arizona, we had the El Mirage situation yep. in an elementary school there. Uh, there was some guy who did have a gun who tried to get into the school. The school locked it down, did a great job. Kids inside the school scared, obviously, texting their parents. And several parents came to the school. Can't blame them. And some of them acted unruly, and they got tased and arrested. Yeah. Okay? So that shows you the Uvalde effect. Parents, when something like this happens, we're going to freak out. It's the nature of it, all the things that took place because of Uvalde, the, the lack of police going in, all of that stuff. And right. The communication now isn't controlled by the police or the government or any bureaucrat. The kids are in the inside, and yeah. so they're texting something that they may not be true, but something they heard. So so the El Mirage story tells us a lot. Yeah. How parents are scared, how parents are worried. Okay? Now we go to Queen Creek and what happened? Fourth grader, gun to school. Why? Queen Creek police say that gun was found after another student noticed something suspicious. That student went home and told their parents. Those parents then alerted staff with Legacy Traditional School. So when she read the email, she had to leave work and she ran here. Sharif Mansour says he tried to console his wife, but an email sent her rushing to check on their two kids, one of them in fourth grade. Okay, so we stop it right there. Okay. So this parent, these parents have a fourth grade kid. They get an email. Obviously, they're worried. The email says, listen, there was a gun on campus. These folks don't know, is that my kid's class in yeah. fourth grade? Mm-hmm. So mom does what? Mom so you go straight down goes there, to right? the school. Okay. We weren't sure if the person was in his class um, because it would have been like like more scary. But Sharif says their son was in a different class than the fourth grader who allegedly brought the gun to school. Police telling me that initial parent concern caused staff to approach the student Thursday morning. Officers say the student never pulled the gun, but it was found in their backpack. We'll stop it there from ABC 15. So the gun was in the backpack, 9mm pistol, loaded, not chambered. Yeah. Again, we asked the question, why did the child bring it to school? It's a big question. 
And whose gun is it? Inside the gun, a loaded magazine. The situation put the school on lockdown. But the school handled it well. Other parents, though, left worried. But I was also concerned that Wyatt may have been afraid. I think it just kept building up, and um, and then it said that I couldn't pick him up. That was very nauseating. Amanda Clark pulled her son, a second grader, out early, despite the email saying the school was still in a soft lockdown. Well, I don't know what a soft lockdown is. I was going to say soft lockdown. That's Well, I guess uh, everybody stays in their room. Nobody moves around. And your parent may be able to pick you up. That kid can't leave with mom. That can't happen. Unless right. it's a soft lockdown, which well, seems to be something new. All right. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. I looked up soft lockdown. I Googled it. Okay. And it says, during a soft lockdown, teachers lock their doors and continue teaching. This type of lockdown might occur when a student search is underway and there is no danger to students and staff. Okay, there you go. All right. It should be a hard line in the sand. A weapon brought to school is expulsion. Amanda says she won't be sending her son back until she gets answers. The district says right now the student is not allowed on campus. Queen Creek police say the student got the gun from a family member. It's unclear whether that person is facing charges tonight. Okay, that's one of the big questions. I want to know how the kid got the gun. Whose gun is it? Is it mommy or daddy's gun? And are they leaving it out? Is it a situation where it was show and tell and he thought he was going to be cool? Is it a situation where he felt he needed to bring it because he's being bullied and he thinks this is the answer? Those are things I think people really want to know now. What's the deal with this? And you say family member. Is it an older brother or an uncle or somebody who's in town or somebody that, you know, did, did mom and dad not have a gun, but he got it from, his, you know, his cousin or some? Those are, you know, and Here, it, here's my gut. My gut says that this kid in fourth grade did not bring the gun to school to shoot somebody. No. I don't know if there's bullying. I'm just taking a, a guess. This is just what my gut says. He's not getting bullied. Maybe he saw the gun, put it in his bag, took it to school. All right. So he's a kid. He's fourth. He's a fourth grader. Yeah. We've all done stupid things, you know, as kids. Don't you still have to kick the kid out of school? Even if he wasn't there to shoot anybody, even even if he didn't think it was wrong, don't you have to have the rule where, you know what? You bring a gun to school no matter what. Someone else puts it in your bag. I don't care. I think you get kicked out of school. Yeah. And it's tough I think because if, if, it's, if, it's, if that's in your, your, your thing, your bylaws and all that stuff, which I'm sure it is for all schools now, probably what you have to do. Uh, and the thing is, for public schools, is he done? Does he have to go private school? Maybe. I mean, you know, uh, you know, so you have to be homeschooled now. You know, do you treat him like a pariah? I, you know, I mean, I don't I, want I, to. No, because I'm just guessing he's not a troubled kid. I'm just guessing. Yeah, because it doesn't sound like there hasn't been anything brought up. Well, this guy, this kid was right. abused. And he was angry. And he was fighting all the time. And no, it doesn't seem like a lot of that stuff. It looks it sounds a lot like a kid did something stupid. Yeah, I still think you got to kick him out or suspend him. Yeah, you could suspend him, but we'll have more on this on Monday. Uh, this, uh, this story won't go away and it shouldn't, and we'll figure out what happened. All right. Coming up next story time, the Gatos and Chad show. We've given you 19 hours, 45 minutes of news this week. So coming up next, we will share something from our personal lives. It's story time on the Gatos and Chad show. After giving you 19 hours and 45 minutes of news this week, the guys give you an inside look their personal lives. Oh, it's time to get all warm and fuzzy at the end of a week. And Chad, this is your last show. You can take a few days off next week. 
Uh, I'll go first, if you don't mind. Please do. All right. Um, this weekend, I'm, I've been looking forward to this weekend for a long time. You have been. There's certain things that I like to do to turn my brain off from the crazy news, okay? I love playing fantasy football. Yeah, that's your jam. And so this Saturday, we're having the fantasy football draft party. Oh. So it's at my buddy Dave's house, right? So we got stuff to eat, drink, all that kind of stuff. And you sit down with the boys. You got 10, 10 of our bu- our buddies are there. And you, you do the fantasy football draft. Now, I'm a showman. You are. I like to go big. I like to go big on everything. And the last two years, I have won the fantasy football championship. And I feel like I need an introduction as I enter the premises. As the champion? As the champion. Mm. Now, mind you, I tried to get a police escort. That did not work. I tried to get a fire truck to take me over. That didn't work. I asked for high school bands to play me up the street as I walked. That didn't work. So So I got something even better. You did. I did. So when I walk into my fantasy football draft, I'm going to be wearing my... You know my team name, Larry Fitzgatos. Larry Fitzgatos. I've got a great T-shirt that says Larry Fitz, Fitzgatos. Okay, and I've also got my friend Vince Morata from ninety-eight-seven FM, the Bickley and Morata show. We know of you him. Know, you know how Vinny, Vinny and I have been friends for you know twenty-five years. He does the PA for the Suns. Okay, and I said, can you put together an intro for me as I walk in? I want you introducing me. You want to hear it? Yes. Here it is. <laughs> and gentlemen, standing at six foot one, a proud graduate of Syracuse University, a KTAR legend for the last 24 years, and most importantly, a two-time, back-to-back fantasy football champion, number one in your hearts, and number one in your fantasy league, the one, the only, Larry Fitzgatos. And I'm going to walk in on a red carpet. You want to know why? Why? Because that's how I roll. Oh, the excitement. How good was that? That was very, very My good. My buddies are going to be Got a little tipped. bit of reverb on yeah, there. Yeah. Sounds like he was there. Yeah, yeah. My wife thinks I'm the biggest idiot in the world. And that trophy, <laughs> you got a trophy at home. I do. It's the size of your cell phone. <laughs> so uh, I am uh, I am poised and ready to go fantasy football draft on uh, on Saturday. If, by the way, if there is a marching band that would like to accompany me, I'm still looking. Uh, this is story time, the Gatos and Chad show. Uh, this weekend, get ready for my fun vacation. My vacation doesn't start till Monday because you see, it's a birthday weekend. Four years ago... Today, I was at work, but that was after I was up all night because my little one, Charlie, was born. Oh, little Charlie. That's right. So Charlie and I have big plans this weekend. She's awesome. Uh, She has no idea. She's got friends coming over to have a little bit of a slumber party on uh, Monday, uh, Sunday into Monday. So we're doing a big party then. It is going to be great. She's got presents coming, and, and she just... She is over the moon to sing the songs. She just thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. And I love that. She's kind of like her brother that way. Mm. But it is, it is, we got a, a big, huge weekend 
of fun plan that is going to include apparently lots of swimming, Dad. Just let you know that. <laughs> right? We're going to do a lot of swimming, and I'm going to probably want to eat a lot of candy. And I'm like, you know what? You only turn four one time. That's right. And if there's any time you can afford to put on a little pound, <laughs> it's four years old because you'll take it off fast. So and she's got tons and tons of presents that she doesn't know about. So uh, it is going to be amazing. But yes, four years ago hmm. today, I remember because... Uh, what was that day? like well uh it it she uh my beautiful wife started going into labor and then we were at the hospital and it got you know it was time and and it dragged on for a little bit then it happened really fast and then uh i'm like she's like well there's nothing you do you know you should go to work and i said okay so Wait, and you went i went to work after yeah went, yeah after charlie's born you went and did a show yeah because of course we, you like did. two thirty or three in the morning i got in i remember i had to do a phone call because uh, not a phone call <laughs> but we do it like a swap over between me and armstrong and getty in, in sacramento and they're like what have you been up to today chad i said well my my daughter was born they're like that's funny i said no i just came from the hospital it literally happened like four or five hours ago <laughs> it's like what are you doing i'm like what else am i gonna do and remember too it's pre-covid so i was allowed to be in the hospital right but it was uh, it was an amazing day and it was quick and i will admit i got home and that night and uh, because uh, they wouldn't let me stay in the hospital, and I just went. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, it was awesome. Though. It was awesome. All right, happy birthday, little Charlie, four years old. That'll Love do you, it. princess. Story time on the Gatos and Chad show. All right, it's going to do it for us. We'll be back on Monday. One of us will be back on Monday. The other one will be, you know, tanning your bottom on a beach, probably right. Hitting golf balls or hitting golf balls. Hey, uh, we've got Arizona's evening news next Monday at two. We'll see you then.